Hey, I'm Reggie Ponder, the real critic, and this week's movie is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. What's it about? Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, are accidentally sucked into the quantum realm by Scott's daughter, Cassie, where they have to battle the all-powerful Kang the Conqueror. Who's in it? Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Bill Murray, Catherine Newton, and Jonathan Majors. So what's the like? This feels as if Marvel has found the Ant-Man's voice. The beginning scenes where Scott Lang is just walking through his community doing everyday chores are hilarious. There's that Marvel humor that makes fun of the superhero as well as his place in the MCU. And while it's kind of offbeat, it works to give this film its own identity. But the goofy stuff aside, once inside the quantum realm, this family has to figure out where they are and how to defeat a seemingly all-powerful foe and then get themselves back to Earth. The story actually matters a bit more than the action sequences. We need to understand why Janet Van Dyne, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, knows this realm so well and what's her relationship with Kang the Conqueror played by Jonathan Majors. The backstory is told through the present story and the back and forth works to give us a full picture of whom Kang is and what he is capable of doing. As for the action, it's solid and it's creative with all sorts of creatures joining in the fight, flying animals, spaceships, moving buildings and rebels that there might be a bit too much for the eyes to absorb. So kudos to the animators. As for the acting, Michelle Pfeiffer and Jonathan Majors steal the show. Pfeiffer's character has full knowledge of this realm and helps the Ant-Man and the Wasp navigate this environment, she is a bit detached as she is in shock that she is reliving her worst nightmare. She is also fully engaged because she knows what has to be done to stop that nightmare from becoming the world's new reality. Majors, well, he is magnificent as this force that is determined to destroy and rule over everything. He commands the screen just like he commands this part of the universe. You will leave knowing that Kang is the one to bring hell to the heavens and earth. Rudd and Lily, they're good in their own right, but they and the rest of the cast are underutilized overall. So what's not to like? Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is different from many of the films we are used to seeing in the MCU. Somehow these superheroes don't feel exactly like superheroes nor anti-heroes. They feel like people who must figure out superheroing along the way and the viewer has to figure out if it all works in the end. I left feeling that maybe some other superheroes need to deal with Kang the Conqueror if he is still around in the greater MCU. Now despite an interesting landscape and a promising storyline, this film was made to introduce Kang, and in the end, all else is meaningless. Extra scene alert. There are two after credit scenes, and you might want to stay for that. My rating? This film shrinks Ant-Man and the Wasp to supporting characters or hype people for the main character, Kang the Conqueror. And if this is how we introduce a new artist and give them their own platform, then all hell to the Kang. This is worth seeing on the big screen, but go to the matinee. I'm giving this one two and a half reels. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at The Real Critic. I'll see you next time.